What's up, everybody? My name is CJ. And I'm Nate. And this is Word of Mouth Podcast. And the word is in our mouth. Come Come on, somebody. In today's episode, we're going to be covering the topic of obedience. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. Dear Lord, we love you, Jesus, and we just pray, Lord, that you would help us in this Bible study, help us as we just convey your thoughts and your message in this podcast, and we pray, God, that you would help us to obey your word, help us to obey your spirit, help us to obey those who have the rule over us, and we pray, Lord, that the listeners will learn the, the, the necessity and the power of obedience. Amen. And how much you desire required of us to obey you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's good to be in the, I can literally say this, the house of the Lord. Amen. we are in the house of the Lord. Amen. Um, amen. It's been a good week. I know it's been a week since we've recorded last um actually i was checking out our stats today brother nate and doctrines of devils actually had about 62 views come on somebody so uh i know that i can tell that some people are interested in that in fact i got a comment from our um arizona youth uh president he said that the graphic looked awesome and the content was great and he's like i just can't wait for more doctrines of devils oh wow so i'm excited about that but like we said, it's going to be a pop-up kind of episode, maybe something right. that we're going through, right. maybe something we're dealing <clears throat> with, which actually, we, you dealt with something this last week uh, that has to deal with a doctrine of devils, and and so maybe we'll get into that a little later. But here we are, beautiful Sunday night, Yes, and we had some good church. Our pastor, from two, two weeks, he got a new surgery. And he's been out for two weeks, kind of just leaving it the church to us. Um, but he he hates being away, so he just was like, I don't care. I'll come with a cane, and I'll be there. And sure enough, the, he wanted to start prayer off today. Yeah, <laughs> and it. he wanted to talk about tithe, and he just said, you know what? I, I don't care. Let's have some church. Yeah. It's time to have some church. <laughs> Amen. And we did. We had some good church. Amen. Um, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about about something that's probably one of Brother Nate's favorite topics. Come on, somebody. Come Can't on lie. Somebody. And uh, it's it's a word that it's not very popular in this day and age. It's not not only popular. It's like it's like distasteful in today's society. Right. It's rejected. Really. Yeah. And uh, and that word is obedience 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 amen so we're gonna just kind of go through 
this may be in a short episode. This may be who knows. Who knows? Um, this is not scripted. Yeah. We're just gonna flow through. We're just gonna lead, uh, go through the scriptures and let just let the word and the spirit lead. Amen. And we'll just see what happens. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, brother Nate, um, let's talk about something. You know what? Let's go straight into the scripture I just read. Right. First Samuel yes. chapter fifteen, and Samuel said. Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? What is that saying, man? It's saying, it's saying something important. Right it's there, It's saying yeah, exactly. the fact that it was an important thing. You can read from Genesis all the way to Deuteronomy that sacrifices were so important to God. That there was a sacrifice for everything. There's a wave offering. There was a burn offering. A there was a grain offering, offering liquid offering. There was a peace offering. There was oh, there was offerings all over the place. There's an offering free for this will and, offering. Whew, I mean, come on. But yet, even as important as God saw those offerings, Samuel's saying, "Isn't it just as important that you obey the voice of the Lord?" I mean, come on. And behold, to obey. He takes it a step further here. He says, to obey is better <laughs> than sacrifice. Uh, and to hearken or to hear. To listen. To listen. Mm, that's just, I just kind of want to stop right there. Mm-hmm. Obedience, not only is it important, but it's also important to listen. Right. You better listen to whoever has rule over you. Right. Amen. Um, in, in Hebrew, the word... Well, we all know the Shema, right? Right. You know, hear Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Shema literally means, it means to hear. Right. And it means to hear, but it also means to obey. It means to listen, but to obey as well. Amen. It has like a two-part meaning. It's not just hear it on your ear and let it not do anything. When Moses is literally telling them, he's saying, hey, the Lord our God is one Lord. And you're going to love him. With all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. And you're going right. to teach your kids. You're going to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't just hear me. He's like, do what I'm telling you to do. Right. And that's where you get the word Shema. Oh, hear, oh, Israel. Yeah. It's not hear as an H-E-R-E. Yeah. It's hear. It's like, to listen. It's to yeah. listen. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, hear me, but do what I'm telling you to do. Right. Which is which is where obedience comes from. Amen. Which is what we're talking about. But Amen. keep going. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, to hear... Than the fat of rams. Now, uh, brother Nate, as we were discussing this, you went right into. He said, "Let's go in to verse 23. twenty-three." Right. Go ahead. It says, "For rebellion, everybody, listen. Rebellion is the opposite of obedience. Right. And so, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Witchcraft. Whoo. Hmm. That's something. And stubbornness." So that's like if you just say, well, you know what? I'm not really going to obey. I'm not going to rebel. I'm just not going to do. I'm going to I'm going to hear you, mm. but I'm not going to do what you said. Sounds like my son right now. Oh, <laughs> Lord, have mercy. I'll tell you what. That kid, uh, let me just share a little story with you. So my son is now two years old, and uh, he has somewhat put it in his mind that <clears throat> no matter how much mommy and daddy say no, he'll just keep asking. And it's the stubbornness of my son. I'll tell you that much. He'll say, um, I don't know, uh, popcorn, popcorn. I'll say, no, Azariah, no popcorn. Popcorn, popcorn, popcorn. No, Azariah, no popcorn. Popcorn. He just keeps going, man. It's the stubbornness of my son. But I understand that's two years old. I understand kids are stubborn. But 
We do it too. We do it too. Yes. And it's to God. And he, the word says that stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Woo, because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. He hath also rejected thee from being king. Amen. We could just uh, that whole we could just talk about that all night, really. No, no joke. So one thing when you're reading verse 22 that stuck out to me is when he says, Behold, it or he says, he says, and Samuel said, Hath hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and in sacrifice? And sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of the rams. And when you're reading that, I just pictured the garden. You know, it's like that sacrifice had to be made. It was because they didn't listen. Yep. They didn't obey the commandment. They didn't stay away from what God had said. Hey, I'm going to tell you some simple instructions. You got it made in the shade. You got all kinds of goodies up in here. Mm. Don't touch this one thing. And because they didn't listen, there had to be a sacrifice made. But God's like, it, 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 like, and then from then on, you know, when Abel and Cain, they're making their sacrifice. Yeah, like God requires that now and he takes delight in it now, but yet it didn't have to be so. Yeah. And, the, and it all boils down really is like the whole thing that we're trying to do is obey to get back to the garden experience where we're, we push everything out of the way, get close to God. Like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I was just thinking about that. It's like if they would have just obeyed, if Adam and Eve would have just obeyed in the first place, there would need to be all kinds of sacrifices. Right. And you that's know? the truth. And I think oftentimes if we were to really think about it, when we tell our kids to do something and they need to obey, it's normally to protect them. From danger. Yes. It's normally protect them. Say, hey, son, don't go out into the street <laughs> or you're going to get run over. Or don't eat all that candy because yeah. you're about to get sick. And so here God is trying to tell us to obey just to protect us. And because we're stubborn and because we uh, rebel, rebel right. now he's like, great. Now you did this. Now there has to be a sacrifice. No, exactly. When there never had to be. Yes. There's got to be consequence. And the thing is, so it says for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft is like when you choose when you say no i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna and we're, we're gonna get into things like the gospel obeying the gospel Amen. we're gonna get into things like obeying your pastor we're yep. gonna get into obeying your parents mm. when when you when you say no i'm gonna do it my way you you're in rebellion yeah and that's why they're like oh you little rebel and even that word rebel is like glorified today in today's society right you got it on your you know you got it on your shirt you got it on your shirt rebel you know or uh just things like that um but it's bible says it's as the sin of witchcraft now you're reading deuteronomy i'm reading deuteronomy just in our own our yeah. own personal time Tell me, you know, it's, it literally says it's like witchcraft, sorcery, all that is an abomination to God. Yeah. So when you're in rebellion and you're, it's as the sin of witchcraft, what, what it boils down to is what you're doing is an abomination. God has, literally, you make God want to vomit. That's how he feels oh. about it. Like, he hates it. And he hates it. Yeah, if you look at it too, anytime that in Deuteronomy, there was a point where they were so disobedient that God was going to destroy them and Moses had to plead right. for the children of Israel. Right. So yeah, I can see why he's getting upset. And then just keep going. He's like, and the stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. 
He's like, you know what? You, you're so resistant to my voice and to obeying me that you're your own God because mm. you're doing what you want to do. So therefore, that's why it's idolatry. He's like, your opinions matter more than, you, you know, your way is more important than my way. Uh, your, your, your desires are more important than my desires. So you know what? You're your own God. And, you, and, and the things that you lust after, they're your idols. Mm. Because if not, if it all boils down and God's like, if, if you're not doing what I'm saying and you're being disobedient, you know, it's because you're in the sin of idolatry. Wow. Yep. That hit hard. <laughs> That's the truth. And, and then what's wow. really sad is in 23 at the end, he's like, because he's to this Samuel, he's talking to Saul. He's like, because you've rejected the word of the Lord. We're going to focus on that right now. The yeah. word of the Lord. Because you you rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Mm. Now, man, I'm gonna have to pull up a verse right now. Um, just to, to go along with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like stall, uh, dude. Um, oh, the man. Bible says that we are. A royal priesthood, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, and the thing is, is the word, the word of the Lord. We're talking, this is the word of mouth podcast. We're talking about the word of the Lord. We're we're talking about the Bible. Now, this episode really isn't like about doctrines of devils, but I feel like it's about the inner weave right here. It's going to take some some turns because this is something that, that I've been dealing with this week is that I got in this conversation and it's with the gentleman that I that I know uh, I, I know from years years past, and it boiled down to I was telling him Bible, I was giving him scripture and verse, Bible, and not even in a mean way, just in a in a kind-hearted, just uh, I think it regarded you know he was he said that to be born again you got to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and pray a prayer of forgiveness and which that's and then you're a born again yeah, believer, yeah. you know. And I just said, hey, uh, hey, uh, you know, hey, it's me over here. How you doing? Uh, you know, actually, I- I'll give you the verse. You know, it's John 3, 5. And it says, actually, you know, you got to be born again of the water and the spirit. And I was very polite. I even explained to him that right. water meant baptism <clears throat> and that right. spirit meant being infilled with the spirit. And, mm. and but when it boiled down to, you know, and I just said politely, I'm like, you just, you know, I'm like, what you're teaching, you know, isn't necessarily, it's not, not even necessarily, it's not in the Bible. Right. And he actually said, I'm like, I just want you to know, like, he, it just got to the point where I was like, all I'm saying, you know, is that, you know, just be careful what you're saying because it's not in the Bible. Right. And he even agreed and said, of course I know it's not in the Bible. Ooh. He said, I just try to I just try to just make it appealing. He said, I think he said simplify it and make it attractive. Wow. But really what he's doing is he's not obeying the word of God. Yep. He's changing the word of God to how he wants it. Right. Which right. is rebellion. Yep. And which is stubbornness. Oh. Because it's there's a there's a there's a way and you can't go around it. Ooh, come oh, on, come Nate. on. Somebody. I've been waiting for you to use this song. <laughs> you know. God's got a God's got a way and you can't go under, Amen. you can't go over, and you can't go around it. Right. You must come in at the door. Amen. 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 I just want to let the listeners know. 
I've been waiting so long for him to use this in preaching because he's <laughs> constantly singing that song whenever we're on the phone. He's, you must come in at the door. <laughs> he's all happy. It's an oldie but goodie. Hey, it's oldie but hey. goodie. But Good stuff. We're, we're sticking. We're gonna, let's, let's flip. Let's flip. Let's flip into the New Testament. All right. All right. And, okay. For the sake of, you know, you know, those, the, you know, the Old Testament. Abraham, he obeyed God. He left Ur the Chaldees. He left, you know, and he went and followed the God that he, that his fathers knew not. He obeyed them. He obeyed whenever, you know, God said, I'm going to make your seed as the stars of the sky and of the sands of the ocean. He obeyed God. Right. He obeyed God when he took his son up right. the mountain and right. said, we're going to go yonder to worship. He, he obeyed when he... He said, son, you know, the Lord's going to give a sacrifice. And he, he laid his son, he laid Isaac on the altar. He obeyed even then when the, when the angel of the Lord said, that's enough. Don't stab him, you know. He obeyed. Right. You know, obedience, right. obedience, obedience. We get to people like Moses. Moses mm. goes, you know, he does what happens. He murders a man. He goes into the desert. Please, please, Pharaoh. And then what happens? He's there for 40 years, and then he has an encounter with God in a burning bush, and he obeys. He tries not to at first. Be stubborn. Right, he, right. he be a little stubborn. And then what happens? <laughs> his hand had leprosy on it, right? Yep, Isn't yep, that what happened? Yeah. And he, you know, God's like, no, you gotta just do what I what I'm telling you to do. And he obeys. He goes. And then he speaks to Pharaoh. He, he, God tells him, stick the rod. He puts the rod down. Yep. He throws this. He does this. He obeys God. Then he goes out. You know, it's all obedience. He goes, yeah. hey, man, hey, God, we're, you know, you pulled us out. We're at the Red Sea now. Well, we're just going to just wait and see. And God said, hey, you know, we're about to split the Red Sea right open. Go ahead. But here's, I think you preached this not too long ago. Probably. <clears throat> he was so good at obeying. So great. Moses was a great man oh, of God. Oh, yeah. But, but the one time he, he was stubborn, obeyed. Mo, what did God tell him to do to that rock? He said, "Speak to the rock." He said, "Speak to him." What did he do? He hit, he hit it because he was mad at and everybody. And next thing you know, God says, "Well, they're fed. They got what they wanted, but you didn't do what I said. And now, because of your disobedience, you are not going to see the promised land." And let that be a shadow and a type and shadow. Of yep. hey, if you don't obey the word of God, Come on. there, uh, uh, you know, God loves God so loved the world, He really did. That scripture is the Powerful. truth. Yeah, he he so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and His Son came and He taught and He He showed and He preached and He led by example and He said, "Hey, if you love me, yep, let's turn there." John <clears throat> chapter fourteen, Amen. Verse fifteen, Jesus said, "If ye." Love me, keep my commandments. That word keep means obey, keep yep. them, do them. He said, if you love me, mm. this is how I'm going to know that you love me, is if you keep <laughs> my commandments. Yep. Now, interesting, it's the, the word, that little word is such a powerful word, which is, we need to do an episode on this, just this alone. If, then, if. He's like, if you do this, then. If, yeah. if, if. That requires, the if, then statement requires obedience. He's yeah. like, if you do this, mm -hmm. if you obey, then you will receive blessing. Then you will receive protection. Then you will, you will go into paradise, you know. Yep. Then you will get the land of milk and honey. Then, if, if, if. It's true. So Jesus said, if you love me, keep my 
commandments. What's one Amen. of Jesus' commandments? He said, uh, unless you repent, you shall likewise perish, yes, which right. is why we, you know, in the apostolic church, we preach that one must really repent. Not any in John the Baptist said you need to bring forth fruits worthy of, of repentance. repentance. Right. So we need to obey scriptures like that. Amen. We need to obey like we don't want to be like First uh, Samuel fifteen twenty two where he didn't obey the word of the Lord yep. and he was in the sin of rebellion <clears throat> and stubbornness. No, so we we obey the word of God when it Amen. comes to stuff like that. Yeah. One of his what? Okay, let's do this. Uh, they came up to him and said, "What is the greatest commandment of all time?" He goes and says, "Love thy God with all your heart and all thy soul with all thy strength." But he takes it a step further: "Love your neighbor as yourself." As yourself, and that's a commandment. You need to obey that. Yes. Right. Yes. You, that requires obedience Amen. to that. Amen. Even I, even Paul, I think it's in Galatians. He says. The law is fulfilled in this, that if you love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. He's like, you fulfill everything if you just obey this. Yep. Yep. It requires obedience. The Bible is a big book. (laughs) It's the book of all books. It's the holy book. It's the scriptures, the word of God, the living word. And it's like he's our heavenly father, right? Right. He speaks to us through his word. Yeah, he does. Yep. And he doesn't just... It's like you don't talk to your kids and not tell them what to do. Right. How to be saved. You know, like, hey, you know, you want to, you talk about, you know, I have, I have a nine-year-old, you know, we talk about how to be successful in school or how to be a young lady or how to be respectful to your parents. You know, that's what the word of God does, you know, and it's things to be obeyed. Right. Right. All of it. Yeah. All of it. All of it. We're not talking about being legalistic. We're not talking about trying to do works and trying to obey the the 614 or however many Old Testament laws where you can't pick up sticks on Saturday. That's not what we're talking about. Right, right, right. We're talking about things in the New Testament, things in the the Old Testament are still valid today. You cannot murder. We have to obey that. Right, right. Now people will be like, well, see, there's things like that that you need to obey, but there's other things that, you know, they're They're kind of like substandard type. They're like, like, "Eh, well, you could... Like the uh, the topic I got into was, hey, uh, you must be born again of the water and spirit. Hey, you don't really can't really say well. The, it even says the word must. Right. You right. must marvel not that I say ye must be born again. Right. Or you the other big word is cannot. You see. cannot see. You cannot enter unless you obey right. and be born again. Right. So it's like no matter how hard you want to argue and be disobedient, that's what it boils down to. You. When people. In this society, I'm talking about in the Christian world, yeah. that these people that I, I was in contact with and I keep coming in contact with, they don't want to obey the word of God. Right. And they even said, they even said, God's not going to, nobody's going to go to hell because they made a mistake. But the thing is, is when you, when you, when you purposely say no I'm not going to do that. Like the Bible said, mm. that's rebellion. There's consequences. Yeah, that. that's, that's, that's rebellion. I think people often forget, dude, that 
that we're still dealing with the same God yes. of the Old Testament. Jesus Christ is the same, same today, yesterday, forever. And guess what? The same God that swallowed up Korah for their disobedience, the same God that burned down Sodom and Gomorrah for their disgusting sin is the same God we're dealing with that right. died on the cross. And, and he says this. He says, if you do not love me, then you won't keep my commandments. But if you do love me, you'll keep them. And guess what? And, that goes, and the thing is, is that goes for people who believe the one God message or the Trinity, that they believe in the triune, co-equal, co-eternal, co-cohabitant, co-you know, super awesome, <laughs> you know, whatever. They're like a bunch of Coco Co. They're like the Coca Cola brothers or something. <laughs> the people that believe in the Trinity, they even it like let's say you know that they believe that, you know all oh, they who knows what they don't even know what they believe, right. but yet That's they true. believe that God is still God, right? Right. And but the thing is, is they say, oh well, this different now, but the, but God is still the same. Yeah. Yep. And so when you get in a conversation, whether it's a one God person or, or you know, a three God person or who cares if you believe that the word of God is true, which they say they do, but they just don't obey it. Right. So it's like when you see scriptures like John 14, 15, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Let's go over to John 15. He yeah. says, he said, ye are my, or, and this is, oh, come on, somebody. He said. In verse 13, he said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. Okay? In 14, he said, Ye are my friends if, ooh, if yep. ye do whatsoever I commanded you. So now Jesus is saying, There's no greater love than any man that he would lay down his life for his friends. Right. He said, You're my friend if. You obey my, so if, if you don't obey my commandment, yep. I didn't die for you. You're not my friend. Amen. Wow. Yep. That's true. Now that's a little like, whoa, that's a little harsh, a little but, hard, but, but it's, it's saying, there. if you do whatever I command you, you're my friend. Yep. Yep. Now Jesus died for the sins of the world. Yes. So that we might obey him. Yeah. <laughs> so that we might come to him. Right. And in a relate, like it's a relationship. Yep. And that's another thing in today's society. Like, oh, we're in this big relationship. You know, it's all about relationship. Yes, it is. And if I'm in a relationship, any kind of relationship, work relationship, school relationship, father son relationship, Jesus relationship, wife relationship, we have to, there's a, there's rules to be obeyed. Right. Right. And they're not just a simple one time ask, ask, ask somebody you know, into your heart, and then you're good to go for the rest of your life. Yeah, without We're ever, talking about yeah. a daily obedience, walking, mm. walking with Christ. Greater love, that's this fire to me, I don't know why. Greater love had no man than this, than the, that a man laid down his life for his friends. And then he goes on to say, ye are my friends if, if you do whatsoever I command you. First John 3.16 says this, man, I'm... So I know I'm just I'm just going here and there. First, while, you, while you're going there, real quick, just prior to that, just prior to what you're saying, which is powerful, verse 10 in that same John 15 says, "If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love." Amen. I just want to. It's all dealing with commandments, Amen. And, Amen. and he finishes that whole section off by saying. You, if you're my friends, you'll do whatever I command you to, and you shall be my friend. Amen. Go to First John. I know you said. No, you're fine. I just want to point out that Jesus said, hey, no, greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. I've right. talked about this before. First John 3.16 says this. Hereby we perceive the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. Amen. Now, we're not, it didn't say Jesus. 
Right. It didn't say the Son of God. No. It said God laid down his life for us. Mm. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Mm. Now, it doesn't get more more steamy hot than that when when you're battling anything. It's like, hey... I don't know, I'm getting a little sidetracked here. But it's like, hey, God laid down his life for us. Amen. Right? Yep. Now, I know the Bible says, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. But, yes, Christ died for us that we might obey the gospel. We might obey the gospel. Right. Amen. Are we making sense? Yeah. Okay. I love it. And I'll show you. I'll even even give you literally word-for-word scripture. This is one of my favorite scriptures. When I first got this Bible... This is like the first scripture you I started in. reading Hebrews, and Hebrews 5.9 is one of my favorite scriptures. Amen. The Bible says, and being made perfect, he, referring to Jesus, and being made perfect, he became the author of oh. eternal salvation right. unto all them that obey him. Specifically, yes, there he's the author of eternal salvation for everyone that does this little four-letter word. Yep. Obeys him. Mm. Obeys him. Jesus never said, receive me into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. Right. No. Jesus never said, pray one prayer of forgiveness. Right. Jesus said you need to repent. Jesus said you need to be born again. Amen. Jesus said you need to abide in the vine. Jesus said a lot of things. Yeah. Jesus Jesus said, exactly, Jesus said a lot of things. <laughs> he really did. He said a lot. And like, I'm, I'm over here like, man, I read a scripture like that. Salvation is for all them who obey him. Yeah. And I'm like, man, Jesus said a lot of things. I got a lot of stuff I need to work on. Amen. That's true. And this is where, this is where walking in the spirit comes in this is why you got to have the whole oh and come on somebody this is gonna lead me to my next point (laughs) so but i just wanted to point out that yes christ died i don't want to be miss i don't want to be charged or misinterpreted for what i said earlier right about about him laying down his life if you're his friend he said if you're my friend he's i laid down my life for my friends and if you do what i say if you keep my commandments You're you're my friend right but I get it. While we're while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. But then it says he becomes the author. He becomes. He isn't right now, but he will become the author of your eternal salvation if you obey him. Amen. That's Hebrews 5 9 for the doubters. But we're gonna go to Acts chapter 5. Alright, let's do it. Our, one of our favorite books right I here. I love the book of Acts. So Ooh. the book of Acts, the lost book of Acts, a lot of people don't know about. I don't know why. Me neither. It's in the Bible. I know why. Because it's proof that they obeyed the gospel. (laughs) That worked out perfectly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Come on. It's just flowing right now. No, I know. So, Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5 is very unique. We're going to get to... We're going to get to... So, the San... You know, Paul and I think it's John and, you know... They, they're arrested, but then they bust out and they start teaching, you know, about Jesus. They're teaching about, you know, it, it even says their doctrine. Let's see. I'm going to try to, I'll start in verse, uh, I'll start in verse, uh, man, this is some good stuff actually right here. So I'll, I'll start in verse, uh, <laughs> 
for everything. I'll, I'll start in verse 27. All right, that'll work. It says, And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, referring, he, the high priest is asking Peter and those with him, saying, Did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intended to bring this man's blood on us. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, we could just... Because, you know, it's like, oh, well, this is your doctrine. Hey, you know, Paul Paul got the keys, buddy. And he's like, Paul, he's preaching the name of Jesus. He's yeah. like, we told you... He's like, obviously, their doctrine... Or Peter. So you oh, yeah. Paul. No, I'm My sorry, bad. did I say Paul? Yeah, you didn't okay, say Paul. Peter. Okay, Peter. Yeah, fire. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, P. I get you. So, Brother Peter, <laughs> he's preaching the name of Jesus. Yep. And he's like, and you're feeling everybody's head with your doctrine. I just can't stand oh, it. Oh, how many The whole town. The whole town is being baptized in Jesus' name. We just can't stand it. We hate it. Then you're putting this man's blood on us. And he's like, and saying. you're trying to tell us that it's our fault. Exactly. Mm. And this is what Peter says. He's just mm. like, you know what? You know, and he's talking to the high priest. By- the high priest. Mm-hmm. This guy's. this is the head honcho. So this is a little word of encouragement to anybody who's like, oh, you know. Oh, that's another thing. That guy, oh. Anyways, you know, he's talking to the high priest. Don't be afraid. If you're, you know, don't be afraid to stand up to the giants. Amen. In your life. Right. We need to stand up for truth. Amen. Period. We need to got a little zeal, you know, a little gusto. Come on, somebody. A little holy boldness. Yes. Amen. The the apostles, they prayed for boldness. Yes, they did. So, Mm. Peter, with that boldness, he says, then Peter... And the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Mm. And then it says, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom ye slew and hung on a tree. Him hath God exalted with the right, with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost whom God hath given to them that obey him. I'm like slain in the spirit over here, bro. That's fire. Why didn't I ever? I have that all marked up, but I don't <laughs> But it's just, you know, yeah. we're doing like a word study. Yeah, you know, yeah, these yeah. things kind of pop out. Mm. He's, Peter's like, hey, you know, what's better? That we listen to you and your dead, died, your dry doctrine, your church that doesn't do any good. Right, right, You right. keep having the same old church. You keep killing the same old animals. But don't you know that the greatest sacrifice was already made? Yep. And people are getting slain in the spirit and being having their sins not just pushed back another year. But no. They're gone. They're remitted. Yep. They're oh, forgiven. Yeah. He's like, there's sure. something better, high priest. I'm just trying to, I'm just, I, you know, yeah. I can just picture him. He's I just know. like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, is it better to obey God? And he's referring to Jesus. He's like, you know, Jesus told us to do this. Yeah. There's another oneness right there. He's like, what's it better? Is it better to obey God? Or you. Yeah, for sure. He's like, because your old dead church is boring, it's old, it's not working out, it's filled with crooks and thieves and merchandisers in the temple. And he's like, you know what? He said, we are witnesses of these Mm. things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Mm. Now, a lot of people, this is another thing, we didn't we talk about the Holy Ghost is like, was that in the doctrine of devils? Is like, oh well, they say you know the Holy Ghost isn't for everybody, or it's like optional. Uh, in yeah. the doctrine of devils, right? Didn't we yeah, yeah, about? yeah. Well, this boils down to obedience. Yeah, it's because it they don't want to obey the Scripture. Right. Because they want to dilly dally because it. 
to obey requires surrender of one's will. Yep. Surrender of one's ideas. Surrender of one's tongue. Surrender. Well, that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. Surrender of one's own, literally their own body. Yeah. Surrender of everything. And it requires obedience to the scripture, obedience to the doctrine. And I got to admit, it's, I get it. It's easier to just accept him as your Lord and personal savior and be done with it. Because then you, they filled all these people with this false obedience, if you will, that all you got to do is accept him and you're good to go. You don't have to do anything else. But then it's like, how do you read this word and not see that there's more? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like when I was in this conversation, I'm like, what about all these scriptures, you know? Like, what do you do, do with Do you just them? gloss over them? Do you just I'm like, you know like, what? Okay, you're right. Let's go through and we'll get a pair of scissors and we're going to cut out every scripture that tells you to do something. Mm, right. That's just not real. Yep. It's not logical. There's nowhere that the Bible says that, and in doing so, when you ask Jesus in your heart, fulfills all scripture. Right. No, there's not. Or fulfills all law. Or fulfills out all my commandments. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's like ba- he, Jesus said, he who is baptized shall be saved. And he who is not shall be he who believeth not shall be damned yeah <laughs> I... <laughs> obedience is really a big deal it really is it really is and that's why it's like you know that's why you preach so that they would hear the word and have faith enough to obey what it says right right obey the word of god when it's you know it says you know oh you know i'm a sinner and i feel the conviction now what do i do I obey. I come and give it to God. I, I see that God has died for my sins. I, and now I'm going to respond in obedience to that. And right. I'm going to do what the scripture said. We are buried with him in baptism. You know, we receive the spirit. You know, that it's like Romans 7. Paul's like, you know, Paul's like, man, my life's terrible. I'm the man that I wish I wasn't. And I'm, I do what I don't want. I don't want to do and I do, do, do. And I'm a, <laughs> oh, man. You yeah, know, that chapter. And then. <laughs> And then in Romans yeah. 8, the next verse, Romans, he's like, but therefore there, therefore there is no more condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, right, right. which is why you get the Holy Ghost. But he, right here, Paul, Peter's saying, Peter's like, bro, we're witnesses that God gives people who obey him the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He's like, when you come and you do what I said in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, yep. and repent and be, be baptized, baptized, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He's like, bro, when we, when he's like, high priest, I know, like, you're used to this dead church. Mm. You know, I know you're used to this doctrine, you know. Yep. I know that, you know, that you just, this is your. You're used to doing the same exact religion, thing. You know, every your time. religion yeah. movement, you know. He's like, but, man, he's like, I've been to the water. And, and I've been, been baptized. Come on, somebody. <laughs> my and soul was thirsty, and I'm satisfied. <laughs> Come on, dude. I wouldn't trade nothing for my journey now, high priest. Come on. Because just like the Bible. Just like the Bible. Oh, I mm. did. I obeyed just yeah. like the Bible said. Amen. Amen. I um, like that. <clears throat> I like that. I, uh, Man, this just flowed a lot better than I thought yeah, it would. Yeah, <laughs> see? And then, you know, just to highlight things, like Hebrews 13, 17 says... Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your soul Amen. as they, they give an account. And he's like, and this is what's funny right here. He's like, that they may do it with joy. Yeah. Yeah. 
and not with grief, for that's not profitable for you. It's not. He's like, you know, when you, he's like, obey them that have the rules. Obey your leadership. Obey your youth pastor. Obey your pastor. Obey your parents. The Bible talks about obeying your parents. They would kill kids. Dude. If yeah, you you're reading, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuteronomy says, like, you know what, your son, he's just, he's just a little rebel, you know, and we can't have that. And now we can't do that today, but it, the Bible clearly says, like, rebellion, it's, it's not a good thing. No. Like, it's not funny. It's not cute. Yeah, it's, it's only gonna get you dead or in prison. Yep. And and eternally, when you rebel, it's gonna get you in the not in the good place. Yep. You know exactly. It's the same exactly. thing. When you choose to be a rebel. And speaking of just Deuteronomy, because we're just stuck on it, but I, Deuteronomy's fire, bro. <laughs> I know, it really Deuteronomy is. chapter 20, I won't read it. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's literally the whole chapter. Let me just go over there real quick. Um, literally the whole chapter of chapter 28 is literally titled Blessings for obedience right. and he begins to go out and give all the blessings he goes and says you know your towns and your fields will be blessed your children and your crops will be blessed your offspring and your herds and flocks will be blessed he starts saying all these things and as you go down the list when you get to verse 16 it's a, it starts to talk about the curses for disobedience and what's interesting is is he takes all the blessings you would have had if you would have obeyed him and he turns them into curses but not only that the curse part of the entire rest of Deuteronomy 28 is much longer yeah. than the blessings were. And basically, I don't know, what I got from that man was that it's just better to be in obedience because the the prison cell, if you will, is worse than the yeah. than, than the heavenly gates. Consequences. Man. The consequences are I mean we deal with people in our church, the man. Thing is, is, this like is that, the great like, we talk about this all the time. Like yeah. this is the greatest life. Right. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there, there is, is a liberty. Right. But that liberty comes by obeying the word of God. Right. right. It's like, I heard, I heard Victor, Brother Victor Jackson. Amen. He said, you know, the problem in the church is that there's too much freedom. Yeah. And not, not liberty. Liberty, there's like, you know, we have liberty in America because there's a constitution, which is what we obey. Right, and it's a and law. And so we have liberty because we all abide by the same rules. Yeah. But freedom, when everybody just wants to do whatever they want to do with no consequence. It's hectic. It's chaos, it's compromise, and it's going to be condemnation. Amen. Because when you don't adhere to the rule book, it's just a nightmare. And that's what he was saying, too. He said... He said, we're too much freedom, but we need to realize that almost every epistle that Paul wrote said, I am a bond servant for Christ. Yeah. He's like, I am a slave to Jesus because he literally is the master and ruler of me. Right. And I got to follow him. Shoot, over in the Old Testament, if you didn't, if you had a bad servant, if you had a bad person that, that just, they would kill you right off. And, and not only that, but look, listen to this. You on. know, it's my, one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament. And uh, it's like, if you were a servant and you loved your master, you would bore a hole in front of yeah, everybody. Yeah, put they it on would the door. bore a hole yeah. through your ear and place it on and the it's, door. And, and yeah. it's so symbolic, is so that you can hear from be in front of you and so that you can hear from behind you. And there's all kinds of other things, but yeah. it's like I love my master so much that I want to hear his voice. 
You know, and but what's the point of hearing your master's voice? He's the master, it's to obey him. Yeah. I love my master so oh, much. Yeah. Bore my, bore, double bore both my ears. <laughs> I want to hear yeah. your voice. Yeah. Woo. Dude, Obedience, that's man. You know, it's Obedience. like. You really, you can't talk about it enough, honestly. No, you can't. Because it was obeying the gospel, obeying, obeying the commandments, you know. It's not just, it's like there's so much more after you repent and be baptized and you're filled with the Spirit. And you, there's more than speaking in tongues. There's, there's fruit of the Spirit. There's fruit of the Spirit that you, you, you get by obeying the Word, by right. obeying right. Uh, spiritual disciplines, you know. Those come by obedience. Right. Amen. You know. Mm. I like that. Ooh. There's so much we can go into. But here's, maybe here's how I want to end this here. The Bible says, Jesus said, go ye out into the, all the nations and preach the gospel to everyone. And I just want to let you know what that gospel is today. The gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Paul said it. He, they would ask, in, or not Paul, I'm sorry, excuse me, Peter said it. Why are we getting him mixed up with that? I don't know. But Peter said it in Acts chapter 2. They asked, what do we need to do? It was a call for them to say, what do we, how do we obey? What do we got to do? And he said, repent. If you haven't repented of your sins, please, we're asking you to obey the word of God. Repent of your sins. And the next step, if you've repented of your sins and you feel God's, you know, God forgave you because he does forgive you the minute you repent. Go and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But why? Because you obeyed, just like Brother Nate said. Amen. So I, I call everybody that listens to this podcast, whether you be in Ireland, whether you be in, I don't know, many. We actually have a lot of followers in different Switzerland, Switzerland and all that stuff, which Canada. is so awesome. But if you are listening, read it. Read it for yourself. The call to obedience because there's so much more to it. But repent, baptism, Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why don't you go ahead and close us out with prayer, Brother Nate, since Amen. you started with prayer. Amen. Lord, we love you, Jesus, and we ask, Lord, that you would give us a spirit of submission, Lord, and a spirit of obedience to your word, to your spirit, to your voice, and to those that you've placed in leadership over our lives. I pray, Lord, that those who are seeking you could find, Lord, a place of truth and a a sanctuary where, where the full gospel and the truth of your word is preached. And, Lord, I just pray for every every person, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would just help us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, somebody. somebody.